Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender. And I'm Rebecca Juarez. And today we will be talking about what we think the Devils need to add in the offseason. We, <laughs> we know it's going to be Listen, we know, we know it's only March, but... But we got to come out swinging. <laughs> we got to. We got plenty of time on our hands with the suspension of the season, so we're just going to get right into it, you know? We're just going to go big or go home. <laughs> the pretty much cancellation of the AHL season. Yeah, which is still, they, like, don't really know what's going on. Like, yeah. there's not, nobody like, knows. of answer. Like, people are like, yes, they're canceling it. And then people are like, no, they're not. And then I s- literally saw on Curtis Gabriel's Instagram story that he's moving out. So, which makes me think he's going home, which makes me think it's over. But also everybody's like, no, it's not. And we have no idea. No yeah, idea. I know that they were like, it's, we don't know when it'll be like back. So they're just encouraging yeah. everybody to go home, which I think is kind of stupid. Um, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit because I think it's not even kind of stupid. It is stupid. I don't it's think anyone's so stupid. traveling internationally right now. Like, we are in the middle of a pandemic, a global pandemic, and you are going to look at these dumb, they are dumb hockey boys. You're going to look at these dumb hockey boys and you're going to say, um, we're going to give you like the freedom to travel if you want. We're going to tell you not to, but if you want to, go ahead. No, they're going to. These dumb hockey they're going boys to get on don't wear shoes in the locker room. Kevin Hayes rubbed a shoe on his face and you I think know. that man isn't going to get on a plane? You think he's not going to get, oh my, I have so many thoughts about this, but none of them are good. It is so stupid. The only way you're going to control this is if you put them on lockdown and say you have to stay in your like home, like team si- team city. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to control them. By giving them the opportunity to go home, you are opening it up to a world of trouble. Yep. It's stupid. It's so stupid. <sighs> I just, I think letting players go home is... <laughs> Becky, why are, you, why are you laughing? Julia just sent me a screenshot, and she forgot to turn her timer off again. And what is that, 69 hours? I don't days? know. <laughs> it's not days. I know, Julia, it was a joke. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it stopped at 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> I was fully like going off on this rant about how stupid these hockey boys are, and she just sent me a screenshot and it says 69. <laughs> Listen. We're adults, guys. <laughs> We're adults. <laughs> Dealing with the pandemic. So this is the only way I know how. Exactly. I'm gonna rant about how stupid these hockey boys are. <laughs> Honestly, like, why would you give them the freedom to return home? And then like, like I I know that like a lot of different countries, including the U.S., but, like, I know a lot of different countries are, like, closing their borders. Yeah. So, like, and I know a lot of them have, like, dual citizenship, so they can technically get back in, but, like, what if they're not allowed back over here? You know what I mean? Like, it just opens up, like, a whole list of problems that could potentially happen. And, like, there hasn't been, like, a single, like, 
positive case of coronavirus yet in the NHL, so I don't know why they'd want to risk that anyway. Yeah. Why? I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's my, so annoying. My dad's whole thing is if you don't have to travel right now, don't. Exactly. Like It's that simple. And, like, here's the thing. You don't have to go home right now, guys. Like, you were going to be playing and traveling anyway. So what is the point? What is the point, guys? Enlighten me as to why you're chanting you and everyone around you getting sick for nothing. For literally nothing. Honestly, like, it's not like most of these devil boys don't live in the same freaking apartment complex. Exactly. They can self-isolate together. Except, buddy, this is a, think of it as a team bonding time, guys. Come on. Yeah. Be with your buddies, please. Stop. That's so funny. My dad keeps calling me his buddy. Aw. He's like, <laughs> you're my quarantine buddy. I'm like, stop. <laughs> That's actually adorable. It's really funny. And then I but texted also- my brother about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to read it to you. He goes, um... He he's calling me his buddy, and he goes bad quarantine partner. I mean buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. I love that. Very funny. But also, like going back to that, like you have to think like a lot of these guys are like going home to young kids, and like I know mm-hmm. that it doesn't really like affect kids that much, but like you're still running the chance of getting them sick. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like you, a lot of them have like pregnant wives and stuff you know what i mean i just feel like jordan everly's wife just had a baby exactly like i just feel like you traveling home right now unless you can drive if you you can drive home go for it like then i don't care like if you're driving whatever like if you can hop in a car and like realistically get to where you want to go i'll give you a pass but if you have to get on a plane it's a no from me it's a no there's just so much at risk so much If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all of the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Devils is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Devils fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Devils fans in a predominant predominantly male audience that is well educated with disposable income then let's put your company right here on this locked on podcast local fans love to support local businesses text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com backslash advertising and let us know who you are we'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success once again text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com backslash advertising we look forward to hearing from you. So something else about this, uh, I don't know, um, letting players go home. I don't even know what to call it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. If the AHL season's canceled, <laughs> what happens when the NHL comes back and there are injuries? Right? Like, what like, do they... What do they do? You can't just fly a prospect from Sweden over to playing the game that night. Especially when, like, they haven't done any... Oh, my goodness. It's so stupid. And, like, realistically, I'm hoping that the AHL season, like, ends up not being canceled. And it was just, like, some, like, really bad rumor. 
Yeah. But like it also is looking like it's going to be canceled. <laughs> like I know because the AHL put out a statement and they were like, we don't think it'll be lifted before May. Like, Realistically, you... we can start playoffs in May. But like Yeah. Like, what it's do you do just, when we start back up and they're just sitting at home? What do you do? What do you do when you have like, an injury and you can't get a prospect out and you're on a road trip and the prospect's been not practicing at all, so he is SOL? Like, what do you do? Exactly. What do you do? And I don't think anybody has an answer for that right now, and it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is terrifying. The whole thing. And the, everything about it is just a lot. It's and like I, somebody used the word surreal, and I was like, yeah, that's true. That's, that's literally that's the perfect word. It. Like, it's just wild, and nobody has any idea what's going on. And it's scary. It's so scary. Think, and there was a roster freeze today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I Which mean... Makes, makes sense, I guess. But, like, um, also, like, who's being traded right now anyway? Like, who are they moving anyway? I think it's so that they can't move uh, people up and down before the pay deadline. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I was, like, very confused. I was like, what are you doing anyway that there needs to even be a roster freeze? This season is suspended. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) But that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense to my brain than what I was thinking. (laughs) Um... Okay, something else I wanted to bring up. We are not talking about any of our talking points today, but that's fine. No, we're not, fine. but it's fine. It's fine. Um, where's the tweet? Here it is. New Jersey Devils managing partners Josh Harris and David Blitzer are pledging to compensate the hourly and event staff for all Devils games and Prudential Center events while everything is on hiatus. I love that. I love it. I and think that's so important. It is. It genuinely is. Um, and they can afford it. Exactly. Like, it's not like it's even going to hurt, even remotely hurt their bank account. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they can do that. Um, I wish it were the norm around the league. I know that more yeah. teams are, like, coming around to it. And by coming People around to it, I mean, are being bullied. I was like, and by coming around, I mean, being literally cyberbullied into it <laughs> at the Calgary Flames. Um, honestly. It's how to effectively cyberbully, honestly. Honest, it was like such a such a clinic on how to effectively cyberbully. <laughs> but like, it's sad that it even has to get to that. Like, there are just so many people sitting around on their thumbs with all the money in the world, and they're not willing to help their own employees, and it's disgusting. Um, but no, I'm I'm very glad that as an organization, the Devils are choosing to do that, um, and it's the right move. I mean, these are the guys that are there for your every game. They make they, they make sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah. They deserve to be paid during this time off. Like they the just behind the scenes guys don't get enough respect as it is. They don't get, exactly. get enough recognition. So exactly. this is so it's great, good to see. Yeah. It's really good to see. I just can't believe that there are like teams out there who aren't doing it. I know. Like like what? Yeah. Like it's, I just don't it is disgusting to me and genuinely shows some true colors, but whatever. Um, it's just really annoying and awful. And I hope that everybody within the next week, I hope that everybody kind of comes around to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like 
I mean, you have to at this point. Like, that's just, like, not okay. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> should be illegal. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't get it. Neither do I. Um, so now let's get into UFA talk and mm-hmm. what the Devils have to add to their roster. Um, so I personally think they need uh, like a solid stay-at-home defenseman, but also a mm-hmm. two-way defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their blue line is just lacking overall. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, I, on the other hand, you being a goalie fanatic, I think that my BFF, Mackenzie Blackwood, needs a solid backup. Um, and I mean, not to, not to like downplay Corey Schneider, but I just don't see him being a viable long-term option as a backup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that's who I'd be picking up if I were the Devils was, would be a, a backup, a strong backup goaltender. So. I mean, let's face it. Mackenzie Blackwood is only getting older. Yeah. And he's going to need more breaks. Yeah. They can't run him into the ground. Exactly. exactly. So. I'm really mad that you like didn't laugh at me saying that he's my BFF. I, did I not? I totally thought no. I did. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Julia, I was like, that's funny. I might have rolled my eyes, honestly. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I will give you that. And that is honestly more realistic than you actually laughing at that is you rolling your yeah. eyes. I, I will give you that. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. So the first UFA we want to talk about is Tyson Berry, who plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, which is so weird to say, even though it's been a whole ha- almost full season. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems like he's such a Colorado Avalanche player to me. Right? But, right? Like, I will never see it, him as anything else. Honest to I God. Know. Like, we'll never. He and it's just, that's just the way it is. He hasn't had, like, a standout year in Toronto, but he played really well for the Avalanche, like, last season. Mm-hmm. He knows how to shoot. He can score. And I think that he could – and this is – don't hold this against me, but I think that he might be able to start to replace uh, Sammy Vatanen. Okay. All right. Actually, okay, listen. First things first. I'm actually a very big Tyson Berry fan. Um, I am a very big Colorado Avalanche fan. So I watched him when he was actually very good. And I think that his play with the Leafs does not represent who he is as a player. Um, One, the Leafs are just struggling in and of themselves. Two, they're still recovering from Mike Babcock. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot as a team to go through. Um, and I think this season just has been a lot for them as a team in general and a lot for him, um, kind of getting acclimated, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that he could be a very, very key asset if the devils decided to look into him. Um, I think he's a very good player. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he would be a great addition and I am a very big Tyson Berry fan. (laughs) I don't know. I think that he would also fit well with this team. Yeah. Because the Devils, in a way, remind me of the Colorado Avalanche off the ice mm-hmm. because they're both very close teams, like mm-hmm. closely knit teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Tyson Berry would just like gel with their uh, 
locker room what's yeah. what's the word i'm thinking of like they're i'll think of the word later the word. i was gonna say what is the word julia <laughs> i don't know i don't know oh man <laughs> but, but i do i do agree with you whatever that word is i do agree <laughs> um, culture locker room culture oh there you go that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense no i definitely agree um he's still so young and fun that i think he'd fit in great um mm-hmm. with the devils um and i i don't think I would have put him in as replacing Sammy Vatnin until you said that, but yeah. I agree with it. Like I, it's something I definitely yeah. agree with, but it's cool. not like, it wouldn't have like come to me naturally, but like, once you said it, I was like, no, that actually makes like a lot of sense and I could definitely see it and like yeah. support it. I like, I like that idea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> So something else that I was thinking about, they don't need anything uh, physical on their blue line because they have enough physical guys in their bottom six and they have some defensemen who can cover that. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're looking for more skill. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely to agree with that. Cover my bases and say that because like I didn't really touch the physicality part of a defenseman, but like I don't think that's what they need in a defenseman right mm-hmm. now. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, so the next UFA that I'm talking <laughs> is Nathan Bullew. He plays for the Jets. Uh, he played for the Sabres, and he was drafted by the Canadiens and played for them for a while. He is a solid stay-at-home defenseman. Um, I I don't know why I know so much about Nathan Bullew. I was going to say, I was like, oh, look at you go. I'm very impressed. <laughs> um. I think because, okay, this is going to expose me majorly. I Ooh. love Danny Breer. We all know that I love oh, Danny Breer. Julia, that wasn't even spicy. Listen, when Danny Breer was traded to the Canadians, I started watching the Canadians. Like, they did this, like, behind-the-scenes, like, player PR day, and they would, like, put these things out. Um, and Nathan Bully was a hab, so I saw mm-hmm. some of those videos. And I think that that's why I know, like – more about him than I like probably should. I really thought you were about to like tell me your deepest darkest secret for a second. I was like, ooh, and then you were like, I love Danny B. I'm like, girlfriend. <laughs> Fun fact about Becky, I used to have a poster of Danny Breer on my ceiling in my bedroom, my childhood Your bedroom. Ceiling? Yeah, I want it what out of a. Fell on you in the middle of the night. <sighs> okay, I never really thought of that actually until right now, and I probably would have peed my pants, but. <laughs> I am the jumpiest person in the entire world. I definitely would have probably died, like literally died. Um, But no, I literally got this little, um, it was like a poster um, out of a Walmart claw machine. Shut up. That's hilarious. Like I'm 100% serious. I was obsessed with Danny B. I have a little shrine to him in my corner. I'm not kidding. That's amazing. (laughs) That sounds sounds way weirder than it is. (laughs) Guys, I'm not weird. I'm not weird. I just love Danny Breer. He's pretty weird, actually. <laughs> I have a shine, but it's okay, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, Nathan Bullew, uh, he just he's like a skilled stay-at-home defenseman. He knows what he's doing. Like he he mm-hmm. I don't know, he doesn't need development or anything. Like he can just come in and be that person for them on the blue line. And I think that that's what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Nathan Bullew is another UFA I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like not one I would have 
thought of, but like I like it. I like it. Hmm. Anyway. So what about goalies, Becky? I was gonna say, let me let me talk about goalies for a little bit. Um, so let's talk about X Flyer, Cam Talbot. <laughs> um <laughs> He was with us for like three games, but it's fine. Yep. Um, I I'm not even kidding. I literally think it was like three games. It was ridiculous. And then he was like, I don't want to be a part of the Flyers organization anymore. <laughs> and they said, Okay, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a rough time. What a rough time. But anyway, I think um Calgary the Calgary Flames, Cam Talbot, I think he could be a really good fit for the Devils. Um he's older. He's I don't want to say like super old, but he's older. Um, definitely a veteran, has a lot of experience under his belt. Um, and I think that he could be a very solid goaltender to back up Mackenzie Blackwood in the same sense. And again, me going back to the Flyers, but in the same sense that Brian Elliott is to Carter Hart. Um, right. It's the it's the veteran leadership. Um, you don't expect him to win every game, but he does what he needs to kind of thing. Um, and I think Cam Talbot could be that for the Devils. Um, his record um, is 12-10-1 this season. That is the season, right? I think yes. that's what you wrote. Yeah. Cool. That's what I thought. Um, which, like, is pretty good. <laughs> he's not it's a outstanding backup. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not He's not Marc-Andre Fleury. He's not – okay, that's all I was going to talk about. I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring up Flower. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, goals against 2.63 and his save percentage is uh, 0.919. He's a a very good goalie when he is good. Um, So I think Cam Talbot could be a very good addition for the Devils. I don't know why my mind's like Tam Talbot instead of Cam Talbot. (laughs) Stop. I don't know why my mind's just like... I actually um, got to cover the um flyers devils game last season where cam talbot made his start with the flyers like of the, his first start of the season yeah i got to cover it i got to go up to jersey and like sit in the press box it was super fun um we won that game the flyers not the devils i say we and nobody knows which team i'm talking about i know because like <laughs> um, both teams <laughs> exactly um, the flyers won that game um it was a close one um but yeah so i i like cam talbot i got to interview him too he's really tall doesn't look like you think he'd look like. Most hockey players are very tall. Um, yeah. I went into I went to the Phantoms Binghamton game and I like covered it and then I got to go into the locker room for the Phantoms after. And Isaac Ratcliffe is six foot is six. Ginormous. <laughs> Julia Kender is five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whole foot and a half taller than you, dude. Yeah. Oh my word. So That's there's a picture. Actual- of us yeah. interviewing him, mm-hmm. you can barely even see me because mm-hmm. I'm like so cut off in the picture to get him in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's hilarious! I'm not gonna lie though, if you had lined up like seven like generic looking white men in front of me and told me one of them was Cam Talbot, I don't know which one it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good goalie, guys. So please, please trust me on this. <laughs> I promise. I know what I'm talking about. He's just he's just very generic looking. <laughs> All right. There's one more UFA that I really want to talk about before we uh, end the show. And he's definitely not going to be a devil next year. He's not. The Colorado Avalanche are going to sign him. But I, it would still be fun to think about if Mika yeah. Rantanen was a devil. That'd be so much fun, dude. That'd be so he's much fun. He's so skilled and he's such a fun type of player. 
He's 41 points in 42 games this season. Just, wow. I just thinking about it like makes me excited for next season. Like, right? not that he's like, going that to be a devil. So fun. Not that he's going to be a devil, but just watching him play in general. He is such yeah. such a good player. He's um, so good. He's so underrated in the league. And listen, if the Devils dis- somehow somehow by the grace of all things holy in this world found a way to finesse him onto this team, I would send them a lifetime supply of chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> like lifetime supply one box a week for all of them i would make them in my kitchen i would do that for them if they if they finessed it like that i would literally cry so and there's one more ufa that i can't not mention it's becky's favorite ex-devil curtis gabriel he is my favorite human being in the entire world first of all first of all if he is not a phantom come next season I'm going to riot. I'm literally going to sue somebody. What if he's somebody. a devil? What if he's a Binghamton devil? Okay, listen. I will, I guess, accept that. But I'm not credentialed with the with the Binghamton devils. I'm credentialed That's with the fair. Phantoms. That's so true. I guess I would settle. But I will sue somebody if he is not a Phantom next season. Like, literally, like, get a lawyer and sue them for, like, emotional distress. <laughs> <laughs> he is my favorite. Um, no. Okay, listen. In terms of actual play and not just me loving him, he is actually a very, very valuable player. I have been rooting for him to be up with the Flyers all season just because I think he has the skill that sometimes they need, um, especially, and I, okay, like if you don't follow the Flyers, like maybe this is news to you, but sometimes Morgan Frost has struggled a little bit coming up. Um, and some some so have some of the other players like Veroybiev and who, who whatever whatever one comes up that isn't Joel Farabee sometimes they have a little bit of an issue well guess what I think Curtis Gabriel deserves a shot that man is talented and he has the physicality that a team needs especially a team like the Flyers who lost Wayne Simmons but whatever this is not about the Flyers this is about the Devils so anyway the Devils please also bring him lost back. Wayne Simmons recently that's true haha <laughs> you're right sometimes <laughs> I like to push that in the back of my head and forget that he's not a saber anymore but anyway you mean he is a saber um, now yeah, that's what I meant. See, pushed it in the back of my head. It's just back there. It's back there. Anyway, oh my God. Um, but anyway, I think he's really good. I think he has a lot of skill that has been um, kind of buried um, in in both the Phantoms, but also uh, other places he's played. Um, I think that, I don't think he's found quite yet his true footing. I think he's, the thing that sucked is I think he was finally finding it with the Phantoms, like these last couple of weeks. Um, He was on the starting lineup. Like he was, he was really, really doing some good things with the Phantoms. Um, So I think he's finally like coming into his own, Um, but he's got a lot of the skill that teams need, um, especially the Devils. Um, But he's got a lot of physicality too. And he's just a great guy. He he supports the LGBTQ community. I love him. (laughs) Leave me, leave me alone. I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay. With that, that wraps up this edition of Locked on Devils. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NHL. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow.